So as he pointed out yesterday, we don't have to be afraid of the fact that we have not perfect Yerushalayim. The fact that we lack some Yerushalayim does not put us chas v'shalom in the category of Amalek. And therefore, the chiv of, of wiping them out is still, you know, still chal, is still applicable. Obviously, not, not today. We don't know who Malik is. We don't have the sun head. We don't have all the things that we need in place. But just in theory, <coughs> even though a person is not a Yari Shemayim, it doesn't mean like, okay, now you can't do this mitzvah because you're, not, you're, on, you're basically like one of them. But he says, what, what, what do we have to be afraid of? Ma yesh lanu lefached b'mitzvah shazachir zu? What should be our concern? What caused a Malik to attack Klai Yisrael? This is where it gets a little personal. What's Lashon Rafidim, where this, this all took place? What happened with Klai Yisrael? Lashon Rafidim is Sheripu Atman Bidivre Torah. Klai Yisrael weakened in their study of Torah, and because they weakened, in their study of Torah, he's quoting Rashi here. Quoting the Gemara in Sanhedrin, Klai Yisrael was, Amalek came because Klai Yisrael was rifu yet because they weakened in their Torah study. Says the Torah of Ram. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Put this all together. This is before Klai Yisrael got the Torah on Har Sinai. Halo Adayin Lo Torah La'am Yisrael. The war of Amalek happened before Klai Yisrael were on Har Sinai. What were they supposed to be learning? They didn't have, you know, they didn't have a Baba Basra. Mitzvos They had a couple mitzvos. The only chiyuv that they had at that point was to perform the mitzvos that they had. If they knew how to properly perform the mitzvahs that they were, were incumbent upon them, then they didn't really have anything to learn. And he says, the mitzvah of limudat Torah, after the awareness or knowledge, how do you, how do you even do that? They, don't have, they didn't have that at that. They didn't have a chi of Talmud Torah. So, and yet, and yet, and yet, there's a taina on them for the rifun yadayim b'divir Torah. Ein ze'ala tviyah It was a tviyah sichlis, meaning a, 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 a taina on them for their for something in their seichal, shara kadosh baruch hu, esichalasam lahamik yoser b'dinei mitzvoselem. He saw, Hashem saw, that they, could go, they could have gone a little deeper in their understanding and their appreciation of the mitzvahs that they had. Here's the kicker. If this taina was on Klai Yisrael, i.e. that their weakening of the Torah that they had, that they didn't go as deep as they could have at that point. Yeah, you thought it, you got it. Rifyon shalanu b'Torah. Our Rifyon, our weakening in our Torah study. Achar sheyesh lanu Torah shleim alimud. We have an entire Torah to learn. And we also have a mitzvah v'dibartabam, to talk about Torah. To learn and study Torah, basically in, every, in any free waking moment that's not occupied with something else that we have a legitimate excuse to do. It's heavy stuff. Then, Rifyon Shalana v'Torah, that puts us in a seriously responsible spot. 
And he says that's that's the limud, one of the big limud we could take from Parsha Zachar. I guess it was when he was writing there was talking about this piece. Was my, I guess it was put on Parsha Zachar to realize that wow, what a rifyon in Torah means, and the responsibilities that we carry to ourselves, to the tzibur, to Klai Yisrael, through our Torah study and the responsibilities we have in learning it, studying it, going deep in it at every possible chance that we can. We'll continue, God willing, with a new piece tomorrow.